How y'all doing? This is the first episode of Osless Chaps, where we give you our unfiltered takes on all things uh, Dallas Mavericks, sports-related, movies, TV. Uh, we're here for it. My name is Lucas, and this is my partner, Austin. So let's fucking go. get into some Dallas Mavericks. Um, this past week was, well, I guess, week, week and a half goes pretty huge. Mark Cuban yep. laying, his, laying his nuts on the floor there, going and getting Kyrie. We love it. Yeah, uh, he's, he's swinging his nuts on that one, man. <laughs> he really did. All nuts. <laughs> um, I, think, I mean, I, I, I thought it was a good trade. I mean, you gave yeah. up, like, what, a, a pick in five years yeah. and a Dorian. couple role players? Yeah. Well, you know, fan favorite guys, so it's always kind of a, a tough thing. But yeah, I, uh, if Kyrie resigns, I think it's a really good trade. And as long as he like doesn't go AWOL and crazy, or as long as COVID nineteen doesn't happen all over again, I think we'll be all right. Um, yeah. But so far, I mean, he's been absolutely incredible when he's been on the court. Uh, much just Kyrie things whenever he's on the floor he's like a top 20 talent ever so yeah we yeah. got him for peanuts pretty much I mean the right. the first the first four games I watched since you know converting I was yeah tell us about change. your conversion it wasn't a sex <laughs> change conversion it was you know <laughs> a fan I've been a I've been a fan of the the Minnesota Timberwolves since I was about, you know, five, six, seven years old. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they just let me down every year of my life since 2004. Yep. And, uh, got rid of KG. GM, you know, got rid of KG, got rid of K-Love. You know, they signed some players you like. They get rid of them. This new GM just pretty much crumpled the whole future of them. It's like trade four first five players for Rudy Gobert and then you trade away your point guard for a 36 year old or however old Mike Conley is nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty old. And Not very I mean, good he, anymore either. He, he might fit well with them, but uh, D'Angelo Russell's a star. I don't care what anyone says he is. Yeah. He's, he's got ice in his veins at least. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, however, they're dead to me. So from now on in this podcast, <laughs> We're going to refer to them as when I was a fan of the other team. We don't even talk yeah. about them anymore. The other guys. The others, yeah. We'll say that. Yeah, I but, mean, if if you're – oh, my bad, man. You, you go. No, I was just going to say the first four games, I liked what I saw, even though two of them were losses. Or, no, three. Yeah, I watched three, five games. Yeah, Kyrie's been here for five. Yeah. But, but he was out for one. Yeah. I like what I saw from them together playing, but I think they just need to get acclimated since they're both a little ball dominant. Uh, 
defense wasn't quite on par as it was in the first two games I watched for you guys. You know, for yeah, us, the, I mean, the defense was awful. Yeah. So I mean, I think getting some people back, like like Maxi and Tim Hardaway Jr., maybe they'll push the pressure yeah. on defense. Yeah, uh, right after the All Star break is when Maxie's supposed to come back. Um, I mean, who knows how Jason Kidd will work the rotation of that, but I would think he'll probably start at the center power forward. And then, in theory, Christian Wood would start right next to him, but it'll probably be JaVale Migu or Powell oh. yeah, okay. or. Uh, Theo Pinson somehow will be playing power forward. Or, oh, I don't know, Tyree was out the other day, and they are playing Frankie Smokes. So. Went yeah, from, like, 10th yeah. in the rotation to starter. I don't know. Yeah, when, when you see him in the starting rotation, you just know Luca by mid-second quarter is going to be pissed off and not want to play for the rest <laughs> of the game. So the defensive effort's not going to be high from Luca when he sees that. And you just know it. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean – Going back to that team against the other guys, you know, that little game against the other guys. Let me tell you, back when I was a fan of them, that was that was just like them. I watched them give up 25-point leads in the fourth quarter and lose. They damn near did it again. They yeah. damn near did it again. And I, I felt like I appreciated watching a comeback more than getting, you know, railed in the fourth quarter. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to. The only thing that sucked about that game, other than the atrocious defense that Jason Kidd now thinks the Mavericks don't need to play, uh, was the fact that you have two guys whose nuts are so big and both love taking that last shot, and then they just hot potato the fucking ball around for the whole last possession and get off no shot. So I, I think it would have been a little different if Jaden McDaniels didn't tip that pass, inbound pass. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, neither neither one of them. I mean, Kyrie should have just eaten that thing, to be honest. Yeah, he was hot, uh, man. He had twenty or something in that in that fourth quarter. Because gen- generally, generally, we would like to say that Luka Doncic is all ball, no cock. So yep, yep. Just, a lot of ball. And that game, Kyrie had a had an ample amount of both cock and ball. So yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he really did. He was he was absolutely cooking. And somehow they just don't get a shot off, which is that's pretty depressing. Yeah, it, I mean, I I still think it's in a favorable position going into the All Star break, sitting at six because the Timberwolves and I believe the Pelicans both lost at the end, or else I think the, I think the yeah 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 because yeah. I think I think right now the Suns are it goes Denver they're fourth uh, or fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Denver, then the fraudulent Grizzlies, then the Kings, and then I think it's Suns Clippers, and then the Mavs. Yeah, that sounds about right. But Dallas is like two, two and a half games out of the three. They're like a game back of like the four. Also three games out probably from being a play-in team. So yeah, it's it's but, pretty stacked out here. So yeah, it's it's pretty tough, man. Especially uh. When you're losing losing games to you know like the Utah Jazz and the the Kings and the other guys, well, all these teams that guys. all these teams that you should beat, but uh, yeah. they just 
They can't. Well, their defense is is very problematic for me. You know, but. you know, in the back of our minds, it's just you chalk up a Kings Kings game, no matter who's playing against them as a win. But this year, yeah. being in third place that they're at right now, or fourth, or third. Yeah, I mean they're they're, they're pretty spicy. Well, Sabonis is. I mean, if they never traded for him, they'd they'd still be the same damn team. You think so? Yeah. I mean, he, you don't think so? Uh, I mean, I, I I think he's pretty good. He's definitely. I don't really know shit about him. I'll be honest with you. The only time I ever saw him was when he was on the Thunder, and Russell Westbrook never gave him the ball. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, and then he went out to Indiana, and that's usually where you know people go to die. And I know it's a basketball state, but it's the fucking Pacers. Nobody's watching the Pacers. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, so I haven't watched him probably in like two, two and a half years. Yeah, I but mean, this, he's just. Uh, I mean, I'd say he's kind. Of, don't quote. I mean, you're going to quote me on this, but he's he's pretty yeah. much Jokic light to me. Like he does it all. He's great at rebounding. He's actually a little now, bit better defense. Now, when you say Jokic light. Yeah. Uh, now he's already fairly light. Are we? We're talking skill or skin? We're not talking skin, man. Oh, there's no okay. there's no skin in this game. Um, okay. Sort of sure. <laughs> no, it's uh just that they're. He's just slightly less gifted of a passer, slightly less gifted yeah. scorer, stuff like that. So, um, what you're saying is with him being a Jokic light. We're t- we're talking about a guy who could be a three time MVP here pretty soon. So that means Sabonis no, that's, that's could the, be an the, MVP. No, I'm saying like a Nickelodeon MVP is what you're saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty Mitch Trubisky like. Um Okay. Not really. I'm just kidding. Uh no, I mean he he's not a three time MVP, like he's a he's a perennial all star. It's like uh he he's like he, he's like a he's like a Michael Red to Kobe Bryant. Okay. That's what I would say. Hey, Michael Red was a baller for a couple of years. Exactly. He was. He, he had the lefty touch too. It's incredible. If if nobody got to watch him play, that was a disappointment because he was fun to watch. He just played on that shit team. So. Yeah, I don't think anybody was watching the Bucks around that time. No. So. Yeah, but he was incredible on two K. Yeah, for sure. Uh, He's up there so in top two uh, K players of my lifetime. Yeah. So if anybody wants to uh, know what he was about, I don't know. Probably go download NBA two K nine or eight, maybe ten. Six seven like, nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was probably like a ninety one overall. Just fucking Dude. had a heater. And his teammates were sixty eights. Yeah, but he could fucking chop. Yeah, that's all you sure. needed. You get him, start a franchise mode, trade for Kyle Korver, Gerald Green, you're probably winning a championship. True, true. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, going back to the Mavs a little bit here. So, the Kyrie trade, I think, is going to be incredible long term. Um, once him and Luca kind of figure everything out, uh, it's, it'll just be hard to stop, especially like with the pick and roll, everything that they can do, playing off of each other, spot up shooting. That's something Luca needs to get better at for sure. Um, but he's never really had somebody that's like set him up as a shooter, which is an indictment on Mark Cuban. I guess you could yeah, say Jalen I mean, Brunson. My bad. I mean, I mean, Luca's. Uh, what would you say? His his first reaction is to put the ball on the floor 
and do a step back. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He he hasn't really had the opportunity. Like with also Kyrie being there, they can't double triple team Luca all the time. So he he might have. Yeah. Might actually have an open jump shot. You know, uh, just my thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I think the big like my favorite <laughs> thing about Kyrie coming here is I think Luca when he's like operating in the low post. I'm not gonna say he's like the best post player in the NBA, but I definitely think he's up there because his footwork is fucking incredible and he's a huge big bodied guy so yeah. now i mean he could get pretty pretty easy favorable matchups against just about any forward guard whoever and if they bring in the double send it out to Kyrie, send it out to hopefully josh green tim hardaway christian wood maxi cleaver uh hey i mean i hope justin holiday might get some minutes he's kind of good justin holiday so yeah i mean i think I think it's a – it'll be a good setup. I mean, there's no doubt the Kyrie trade already is better than Rudy Gobert for five first-round draft picks or four. Um, no comment. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the worst trades of the century. It's probably I right mean, up there with – KD got else. traded for less. I mean, yeah. Michael Br- – the players were better, I guess, like Michael Bridges were – I mean – Well, you have to but, think about it. I mean – KD and Rudy Gobert, some would say they have the same amount of actual championships. Some would say. Actual? Yes, probably, yeah. Yeah. Most, most Rudy, would say. Exactly. And Rudy's won a defensive player of the year two, three times. Kevin Durant's never done that. So No, but he's also probably been the scoring champion four or five four times. Four times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Four times. And an I mean, I, I, I knew you'd know that because – I mean, I yeah, this that's a little so. Yeah, that's tough. We'll we'll get into that here in a little bit. Right. Uh, so I mean, going back to my heartstrings. Going back to the uh, the rotation. So what do you, what do you, I I know you said you wanted to see Kyrie, Luca, Josh Green, Maxi, and Wood out there as the starters. Is that is that correct? Yeah, actually, the more I'm thinking about it, I really just want Theo, uh, Frank the Tank. I want that as my guard pairing. Uh, just get Luca off the floor. I, I don't. I don't think the ball jumps when he's out there. So let's get Luca off the fucking floor and just get yeah, Frankie I, smokes. I heard. I heard he sucks. I heard Luca's probably just. He's, he's. They're just better without him. So. I mean, I'd straight up trade him for three second round draft picks and Blake Griffin right now. <laughs> No, I think you. that I I think that would fill a <laughs> fill a need for for the Mavericks. Now, uh, the speaking actual, of people I, to actually sign is what we were talking about a few days ago. Kevin Love is still not signed yet. Yeah, I heard he was uh, talking to Heat and Sixers most recently. I think he would be a great addition to either start or come off the bench. Uh, just give you twenty minutes a game. And then I think the rebounding needs a lot of help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, let me just kind of build out my my rotation here. So yeah, like you were saying, Luca, Kyrie, um, obviously Josh Green. I, he's kind of the last couple games he was kind of struggling, <laughs> which I do think some of that might be like not playing in the fast pace tempo, which I know Luca probably needs to do that more. But it's also the give and take of their absolute dog shit when they play – they're dog shit on the defensive end when they play fast. 
But when they play slow, they're better on the defensive end. They get more efficient shots, but it's also more of the Luka and now Kyrie show, which is... However, when they were playing with Luka out, Kyrie and Josh Green, they were playing fast play pace, and they were also still putting high effort on defense. Yeah. Maybe Luka is the problem. Maybe he's, maybe he's the problem. I'd... Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. That's what Luca needs to listen to right now. Turn some Taylor, <laughs> turn some Taylor Swift on. Get his head out of his ass. Now, uh, yeah, they definitely, they definitely need to play faster. Um, stop bitching at the officials so much. That's another thing with Luca. I'm starting to sound like a Luca hater. I think he's the best player on the planet. So let's just get that out of the way. Um, Agreed. I mean, you you know me. I was I was the first Luca believer. wasn't even a yeah. wasn't even a Mavs fan. I was watching him playing overseas and I was like this kid's gonna be special nobody fucking believes me it's okay yeah I, I definitely thought he was gonna be Ricky Rubio part two but you know um but yeah I think if if they were to get Kevin Love and this is hypothetical because I think he's gonna go to the heat sadly mm-hmm. um yeah man I think like his I'm not sure if this like the six man because I do think it would be Luca Kyrie Josh Maxine Wood should be your starters I think the six man probably would be Tim. Seeking chop. But then you could put like K Love right in there as like your seven or eight guy with maybe Hardy Bullock or Bullock, my bad. Bullock. Um, yeah. Bullock, yeah. And then I think Reggie, you're Reggie Reggie Alcock. There we go. Reggie Alcock, yeah. He definitely loves to shoot him and fucking Tim. Uh I think, like, the last guy I'd probably have in the rotation would be Dwight Powell, even though McGu is a better rebounder. I just think he sucks now. I I think I think old, old JaVale McGee is a little uh, – his stamina is a little low. JaVale McGee! Yeah. Like, uh, he was exciting. I remember him. I mean, I feel like he's old as shit at this point. Like, I remember him when he was on the Wizards, Nick Young and – Rookie John John Wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was on Shacked in the Pool every fucking night for yeah. probably three or four years. Don't get me wrong. When he was younger, good energy, great rebounding dunks. He's pretty much just uh, yeah, Rudy Gobert light. But that was 10 years ago. So. Yeah, exactly. So he's then, now not, not very good and he can't move. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, is that is your would your rotation be pretty much the same as that? Like I think I, so. I, I think so. You can plug plug and play most of those. I think as long as you, with your theoretical K Love edition, um, I think you need Wood out there with either Love or Maxi, and then take, if we if we take Kevin Love out. Do you put just no love? Um, yeah, no love. Do you put Wood yeah. on the bench? <laughs> that's that's why like, I'm torn because he he is a starter in my mind. It's just after that Kyrie trade, the depth's yeah. a little uh a little little stringy, you Pretty, know. Yeah. So you notice whenever the there was those little because they tried to stack like Jason Kidd stagger was the minutes. Kyrie and Lucas are one of them on the floor, but when there was a few minutes and neither one of them on there, it looked like a bunch of monkeys trying to fuck a football. So yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. They're whenever 
One of them isn't on the floor. It's pretty bad because I think, like Josh Green, they're trying to make that third guard. But realistically, I think they just need to chuck a lot of minutes at Jaden Hardy, like in the second half. So then you could have Hardy, Wood, probably Tim, all coming off the bench with like Dwight Powell. And then I guess Justin Holiday, too. Um, but I think, yeah, like, I mean, if you don't sign Caleb, that's, you're throwing Justin in there, I think. I think, and, or fun. I mean, I guess Reggie too, but I mean, yeah. either. But yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think like the four spot, because Maxie's not like big. If if you're going small, it'd probably be like Reggie. Um, he's still like six ten though, isn't he? I think he's like six. Well, he's six ten with his hair. Yeah, yeah. I always but thought I he was like, like a six, little bit six, taller six, than Wood. I don't know. I wish my yeah, Wood was tall. <laughs> don't we all yeah I think he could go Reggie Justin I keep forgetting they have Mark or not Marcus Marquise Mark Morris old chief Keith, they, yeah yeah they have a lot of bodies but I'm just I don't think it's a bad lineup now or a bad roster I do kind of think Jason Kidd is mismanaging it just a little I still think he's, he's a good coach but he pisses me off I think as long as the Mavericks end with the sixth seed and don't have to do a plan, I think they're I think they're going to be tough in a seven game series no matter who they play. Oh yeah, because they I think they're going to wear you out. Yeah, I just having to guard Luca and Kyrie for a whole series uh, just, would be pretty tough. It's just once and, you I think once you start playing a team that has bigs like I hate to I don't know who's in the West. I mean, if you went up against DeAndre, DeAndre Aiden, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and they, and they get and they get cat back. Okay. Like he's a he's a pussy, but um, it's, I'm a cat hater over here. I always have been. Um, but another reason why two, he left. Two seven foot tall people just banging with. Whenever you got a half the game, you got Reggie Bullock in it. Fucking the four, you know. It's like yeah. Uh, you, you won't get any boards that way. I would almost think that that would be a more favorable matchup. Like, if they had to play big-centric teams because they could force – Yeah, and they could force those teams to have to play small. That's true. That's true. And plus, Cat already wants to play small anyway, so it's not like he's going to be banging down a low block. That's know. And you're probably not going to play them in the first round, realistically. And you're definitely not playing Minnesota in the second round. We know that. Um, so I think, like, in the in the West, your centers that you're playing are DeAndre Aiden, which they already played last year, and they pretty much ran them off the floor. And now Phoenix has literally nobody who can actually guard Luka or Kyrie. Zero depth. But they have Kevin Durant. So that's pretty sweet. Um yeah, but like I just I don't see Chris Paul. He's not going to be checking Kyrie. Devin Booker would be absolutely and, barbecue chicken. And Chris Paul will be out after game two, anyways. So yeah, Chris Paul's hammy will be gone before the playoffs even start. And then DeAndre, like DeAndre is he's a good player, great player, I guess, maybe a great player. But I just don't think he would really have that big of an impact. I think like if he played Denver, like. Gordon and uh, Jokic could probably kill you, but that's also assuming you get to 
probably the Western Conference Finals. And that's assuming that Denver finally gets past the first round again, which who knows? Like, I think Denver could be had by the Clippers. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Kings, Phoenix. I, um, I hate to say it because I think they're a damn good team, but they're a regular season team. Yeah. Like, honestly, I think if the Lakers, like, got in there – I don't know the Lakers. I think if they got in there as, like, a play-in team as the eighth seed, like – Anthony Davis is actually playing. LeBron's playing. Do they have AD playing center for them? Or are they playing power forward? No, he's playing center because LeBron's playing the power forward. Wait, I think it's Davis, Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah, my my boy, Jay Jay Vando. Yeah, this is actually the second time that Minnesota has moved to L.A. Yeah, they they, they traded for Adilo. Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, who banged, uh, you know, Scotty, Scotty. Pickens Jr.'s mom. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. That's that's a story for another day. That's hilarious. You, you get my Minnesota reference because originally the Lakers were in Minnesota. Yes, they, they were from okay, Minnesota. Okay, yeah. okay. Because they you, moved, they moved to Los Angeles yeah. where there's no lakes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's literally <laughs> no running water, no freedom, nothing. Um, but yeah, so they're pretty much just Minnesota light with a 38-year-old LeBron and Anthony Davis who doesn't play. Uh, I think they could take them all. I mean, they're not they're, – they might not win, but they'll make it tough on them. Yeah, well, the Grizzlies too. I mean, I don't really know what's going to happen with them. They've been losing a lot. Maybe they, like, fall down to a four seed. I don't know. I mean, it's – there's there's a lot kind of to it all. But, like, with the Mavs being in the sixth seed, right now they play – the Kings, like I think you would easily take that, and you would take the Mavericks, in like six, maybe five, and then you would have real realistically probably Dallas and who's the the two seed, the Grizzlies, and I think yeah. that's still a pretty favorable matchup for the Mavericks. So yeah, yeah I mean even so if you're at the what, six, what's, what's... What's your outlook for the Mavericks? Where do you where do you think they're going to end up? Pending injuries, obviously. So second half, I think. So Maxi, he's supposed to be back for San Antonio. The first game out is what he's it looks like. He's supposed to be back. Hopefully, Josh Green gets back on track like he was the last few games before yeah. the last few or whatever. But like Maxi in the playoffs last year, he was awful shooting wise. He had a couple games where he was hot, but like defensively, he was a huge impact for him. Um, so I think he'll like immediately come in and he'll be the four, and then Josh Green will be the three. That'll fix your a lot of your defensive problems. Luca just has to play with a little more effort consistently on defense. Kyrie's like he's quick hands. He's not great on defense, but like he's by no means just like awful. And then. That's why I do kind of think, like, on defense, like, rebounding-wise, you're not going to get much better. But I think I would actually maybe go with uh, Dwight Powell over Christian Wood in the starting lineup. Um, I think Jason Kidd kind of wants to, too. So Yeah, but it's, like, he, I think he should start, but he should not finish. Like, Christian Wood should still play, oh. like, 32 minutes. Agreed. But, ju- but just, like, get Dwight Powell out there. He's high energy. Like, get off to a fast start. Get your hand in lines, all that kind of shit. Um, it's, but it's good I for think splits too. Like whenever, yeah, you got one of Kyrie or Luka, if you got Wood on, 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just – I kind of hope second half, I think getting Jaden Hardy more minutes, like if you get him to like 15, 18 minutes a game, like going into the playoffs because he's still 18, 18 or 19, like if you can get him to where he's your actual like third slash fourth ball handler behind Luca, Kyrie, and Josh, like I think you'd have something pretty serious there. Um I think they're going to come out pretty hot. I know there's like maybe 25 games left, but I think they could probably go like 18 and seven. And that probably puts you see that that's where it gets kind of interesting. Cause I think Phoenix is probably going to get pretty hot, but 18, 18 wins would get you to 49 on the season. That's probably not enough to get you like the three seed or the two even. So they're probably like the four seed. Maybe the I, five. I'm 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 thinking four or five. That's how they're gonna end. But I think I think how it's gonna shake is Phoenix is gonna they're gonna catch one of the either the two or the three. The Kings are gonna fall out of the three. So it really comes down to are you playing the Kings or the Clippers? And I think you just have to hope that you're playing probably the Kings except the Clippers are always hurt. So, and like Luca fucking kills. So I don't think either way, like if you're the Mavericks, you're in any first round matchup. I don't think I'd be afraid unless like, you just don't want to line up as a play in team or playing Phoenix in round one. I think. Yeah. I think Patrick, Patrick Beverly gets bought out, you know, you know, sign him. Ooh. And uh, if we play the Clippers, he's an automatic Clipper killer. So uh, he's a dog. He'll be up on the fucking tables celebrating even more than when he did on the playing game, baby. <sighs> back, I mean, on the, dude, I, back on the I, other team. I would love that. Or like if they could, I mean, Goran Dragic is always like tossed around with coming here. But like he's about to get bought out. Why not? Like sign him. I honestly don't even know who the hell he's on, what team he's on anymore. I honestly thought he retired. I think he's on the Bulls. Or try. I oh, saw really? he was getting ready oh, to be bought he out. Was, he was at the start of the season. Maybe he just hasn't it's, been playing. I don't know. A team, with, team with a red jersey. We know that. It's red. It's one of the red yeah. teams. So Bulls, Bulls confirmed. Bulls confirmed. Okay. Confirmed. Uh, so, yeah, I would like that. I mean, that'd be cool. I would actually probably like that more than Kevin Love. Just – yeah, I mean, just for, like, being able to bring the ball up the court, little break, I think that would be big. But, yeah, I mean, right now, if you can if you can get the four seed, just get that home court for that, I think you'll probably play uh, – I'd say you'd probably play the Kings. Like, I just don't – I don't think the Clippers improved. And Kyrie play – or not Kyrie, Kawhi plays every third game. I just I've never really been a huge Paul George guy. He's like twenty three points a game, but he's you know a superstar, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, if the, I think the Clippers, if they're the six and you play the Kings in round one, you consider that a win because you're gonna. I think you'd win that series, and then you're realistically probably playing the Nuggets, or the Nuggets get upset by. Literally anybody, I think. Any, I just think anybody could beat 
beat the Nuggets. They're like the 07 Dallas Mavericks. I have That's no bad to say, but I can see that. Yeah. But if if the Nuggets put it all together and they don't play like a regular season team, then I would want to avoid them. But I just don't think that that'll ever happen. Okay. I think that's a uh, a good little uh, point for us to uh, take a little break. I know you probably got to take a take a coffee dump. Yep, yep. I'm two All cups right. of coffee deep now. Uh, my stomach is starting to hurt. So, <laughs> all right, we'll be back in just a second. We're gonna talk talk a few other things, non Mavericks related. And yes, sir. This is- All right, we're back. How was it? Yeah, it was great, man. Uh, everything flushed out well, so pretty happy yeah. about it. I thought I had to go to just ended up peeing sitting down. So there's that. <laughs> all right, all right. So moving on <laughs> out, out, <laughs> out of the Maverick convos, we're going yeah. to our top three stories of the last week. All the right, big so three stories big, of the week. Of the big three. Um, first off, sponsored by three. nobody. Sponsored by nobody. Working yeah. on that. Yeah, right. shout out so Ernie. K- KD. We're going to start off with the KD trade to the Suns. And I'm going to leave that to my yep. man Luke because he's a uh, KD uh, D writer. Meat. Yeah, I'm definitely a, a meat writer for KD. So this one, uh, it's very weird for me. Um, also, this makes the Kyrie thing very weird for me. I've been a, uh, a Kevin Durant fan since he was at Texas. Kobe was my all-time, all-time number one guy, and then I saw Kevin Durant play. I'm a big Texas Longhorns fan, so he's he's been my favorite player for literally 15, 16 years. Um, have his jersey for the Longhorns, Supersonics, Thunder, not the Warriors because I thought that was bitch shit. But those rings count because LeBron's count. And so does his Mickey Mouse Clubhouse one. So, um, you, also a, you also got a Brooklyn one. I know that. I, I have two Brooklyn ones. Um, so I was glad that he got out of Brooklyn because that whole situation was a shit show. Um, but this brings everything like Kyrie coming to the Mavs. I could not stand Kyrie for probably the last four years because I do almost single handedly think that he cost Kevin Durant from winning a championship in 2021, that and Kevin Durant having a size 20 shoe. Uh, should hit a game winner on the Bucks. I think they would have went on to beat the Suns in the NBA Finals, which, you know, whatever. Um, but I don't really like Kyrie, but now I am forced to like Kyrie, and I know he's an absolute stud. Uh, yeah, but with Kevin Durant, this one's a little tough for me because I absolutely fucking hate the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker, other than LeBron, is my least favorite player in the league. Except I think Devin Booker – I just don't like LeBron because he's been so good for so long, and he's just kind of annoying as hell and blah, blah, blah. Everybody either likes or doesn't like LeBron. He's like the Yankees and the Cowboys, whatever. But Devin Booker, he's just the biggest fake Kobe Bryant impersonator I've ever seen, and he's so tough when the Suns are winning. But the moment they start losing, he doesn't talk any shit. He's got that famous video where he goes, hey, man, this is 
this is spring or summer. Why are we double teaming here? We're double teaming because you're a bitch, Devin Booker. I can't stand you. He's been banging the Kardashians or Jenners. He everything about him bothers me. Then you add on the fact that Chris Paul is such a puss. He's yeah, he's just he's up there with my actually as one of my all time least favorite athletes too. And then you have the whole drama of Devin Booker, game five last year against the Mavericks, gets shoved, he falls down, he looks up at the camera. What does he say? He says, that's a Luka special. Blasphemous. Then the next two games, Luka comes out there and absolutely shits on Phoenix, the number one seed in the NBA. Gets him out of the playoffs, scores more points than them. Uh, in the whole entire first half. It was a thing of beauty. Uh, but this circles me back around to Kevin Durant. I love this man. I've defended him for realistically probably like seven years because I think he was like everybody's kind of favorite player for a while because he wasn't LeBron. And then he like out LeBron to LeBron, which was incredible. Um, so now I have to hate Kevin Durant and it's tough for me. Um, I don't think you necessarily have to hate him just you no, I have to. You have to? No, okay, there's that. Well, I, I mean, to. when you – one word for Devin Booker is just cuck. So, yeah, he um, is. That's – him and, and CP3, Paul. both, yeah. I, I dislike both of them. One of these days we'll have our uh, resident Sun fan, Timmy Hay, on the podcast to defend himself, but right now it's an anti-Sun podcast. There's, there's no way you can defend the Phoenix Suns. There's not a likable trait about them. There really is. Not None since. of their players are likable. The only time they might have been likable was the Steve Nash era. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Because I think people it. even hated him when they had Barkley. Even though I think Barkley was a fucking phenomenal player. I wasn't really, you know, on that. But yeah, I I was not born either. Um, but I think a lot of people hated Charles Barkley because he's like, I'm not a role model. He gambled, all that kind of yeah. shit. Even though that's all the exact same things that Michael Jordan did, but that's a topic for another day. Sure, um, sure. The the Suns for me are just like it's them and the Grizzlies who are just absolutely I can't stand either team right now. Um, oh, dude! I mean, you know, when I was a fan for the other team, I couldn't stand yeah. the Grizzlies either. So, yeah, the other team should have beat should have beat the Grizzlies in the playoffs last year. But the Grizzlies, they walk around and they act like they've won two or three championships. And they've not even got to a Western Conference Finals. Like, at least Devin Booker and Chris Paul got to the finals where Giannis just absolutely ate them alive for six straight games. But they can at least act like they've got there. But since then, I just – God, they're annoying. And so now I'm forced to – I have to – it's weird because I was on Team Kevin Durant for four straight years – where I could not stand Kyrie, and now it's like this shoe has been flipped, and now I have to meet right <laughs> Kyrie Irving and shit on Kevin Durant as they play against each other. But then it's also like Luca hates both of the Suns' other somewhat star players. Uh, yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, I think the Suns, I think, are probably the favorite in the West. I don't know if they should be. I don't know if they actually are. I don't know how good they'll actually be. On paper, um, but, I, on paper, I think they are the favorites, but I just think depth is a depth is a depth is a major problem for them. 
So, yeah. And as as reported here first, as a new Kevin Durant hater, at least while he's on Phoenix, Kevin Durant's fucking hurt all the time too. And so Kevin is Chris Durant, Paul. Chris Paul. Yep. Devin, Devin Booker's hurt. They drafted and DeAndre it, Aiden over Luca, number one overall. That's a trash organization. Everything about him is bad. They suck. They're going to get their ass kicked in the playoffs. You heard it here first. As a fan of the other team, I can't I can't shit on bad draft picks. So. Yeah, well, you know, Ricky Rubio, Johnny, uh, Johnny Flynn, and then Steph okay. Curry. Yeah. yeah. That's whatever. Yeah, that we'll, we'll move on from all that. Yeah. That's all right. Well, that's just another reason uh, why you're here now. Shout out, here. To, shout out to the, uh, the Timberwolves front office in 2009. 2009. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to them for not taking staff, taking two other point guards. That's one of the one of the reasons that you are now no longer supporting them. Yeah. It's it's fuck David Kahn over here. I'm pretty sure I'll see the game was at the time. So Yeah. But that you sucks. know now I'm just reverting my my whole plan back, you know. I just have to come to conclusion that Dirk Nowitzki was better than KG. He was, man. He won it. He he won a championship with the team that drafted him. Stayed loyal. He didn't bitch and bitch and moan to get out of town. He didn't go join Fat Paul Pierce and bald head Ray Allen. <laughs> he he stuck yeah. to his guns, man. But yeah, I uh, the Kevin Durant thing. It sucks personally. Uh, I do really hope that they play in the playoffs again. I'm not sure if the Mavericks would beat them. I hope they do. Um, but I think it would be an, like another just absolutely incredible series where both teams clearly do not like each other already. And they're both super talented, just realistically about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's probably the best rivalry in the NBA right now, especially if they play another year or play another playoff series, everything in between them all, the trades. That'll be electric. Yeah, it's that's that's honestly it's same, like it's the same electric series they had last year, but then you just add two more stars to it. Yeah, so. you add like a a little more like hate and despise for each side, and like Kevin Durant, yeah. he wants to beat Kyrie. Kyrie will want to beat KD. All that kind of shit. That stuff yeah. it, it plays into it all. But yeah, it hurts. You know, Luca is now officially number one on my totem pole. Kevin Durant is now number one on my most hated totem pole. Actually, no, it's still Devin Booker and LeBron, and then it's Kevin Durant. But just just for right now, if Kevin Durant wins the championship this year, I'm I'm gonna meet ride him at the end of the day. Um, yeah, because he'll have the same amount of real rings in my eyes as LeBron. So, yeah, there's that. Speaking of uh, basketball, you uh, you know it's All-Star Weekend? I've not watched any of it yet. I watched the highlights of DK Metcalf absolutely yamming on dudes. But Um, couldn't dribble very well. Yeah, no, he looks looks like he wrestled in high school. He definitely looks like a a football player playing pickup basketball at the UCM gym, so – yeah, he he was uh, taking about four and a half steps per dribble, a lot of crab walking. 
Yeah. Uh, but he was the only person that looks like an actual athlete out there. Like, I know none of them really are, but he yeah. looked all right, you know. And then I saw those – I didn't – I saw the highlights, too. I, I didn't really watch the Rising Stars thing. I thought – I don't really like the new format, personally, having yeah, the four teams. But uh, I wish it was still just, like, USA versus international. Well, I, I think they got that format from the NHL. Oh, that is true from when it was yeah, three. The, yeah, and the, NH- well, the NHL does divisions now. Oh, they do divisions. They do yeah. like the Metro, Atlantic. They do like three v three. Yeah. Okay, so they did do that. I it's just pretty. Think, it's pretty fucking cool. I just think the teams were very disproportionate. It was like Jason Terry, Mavs God. Um, <laughs> he, he had fucking. Hold on, one quick thing about Jason Terry. Yeah. He averaged more points per game than LeBron James in the 2011 NBA Finals. Let it be he known. He sure did. He sure he did. did. LeBron, six, six, uh, I think he was fifth or sixth in scoring in that series. Not the best player of all time. He kissed my ass. <laughs> but continue. But his team, I, I don't know if it was just because, like, they gave him all G League or former G League players, but it was like he had – it wasn't Jaden yeah. Hardy. It was like he had Scoot Henderson, who was 18 years old, and all these – G-A yeah, all players. these dudes who are about to get drafted. Besides Wimby. Yeah, which is kind of – that was a little weird to me. But then, like, Team Gasol and Team somebody else uh, forgot, but they had, like, rookie of the year candidates on their team, like, from the last, from last year's year. And it was just weird. And then the fourth team was just kind of garbage, too. And you're just like, what the – it ended up being just the two teams that had the stack teams in the end, so – but then yeah, San Jose Alvarado got the so. Yeah, I didn't watch a single second of it. But I do think that uh, what you were saying, like with the format that they had before, the world versus USA is definitely a lot better, especially because now like there's – like I think you can make a pretty fair case that maybe three or four of the best five players on the planet are all not from the USA. So there's a pretty solid pool of players. Like, I know none of those guys are going to be playing in it, but there's still guys that come in, like Victor Wimbenyama, whatever the hell his name is. Wimbenyama. Wimbenyama. I just call him Wimby. I don't know. It's, I watched him play Scoot Henderson, and that was, that was they were both pretty freaking good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like just put him on the world team. That's pretty. That's pretty freaking exciting. Well, then you're then you're also drawing uh, fans from other countries watching their weekend too, and you're just increasing TV ratings. But that's just beyond the point. So. I'll tell you what, the NBA will be missing out if they don't make uh you know, like those NFL NFL commercials from back in the day with TJ, who's who's Yeah, if yeah. they don't make one of those where it was like TJ, who's your mama? You know, all that kind of stuff. If they don't make one of those with Victor. I think they're missing out. Victor, like a Victor women, blah, 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 you know, something like that. Women's baby mama. Yeah. Something like Victor that. Wimbledon, you know, all that kind of stuff. Something like that. I mean, I'm, I'm no marketing you cannot guru. say that crap because you don't, well, I mean, you'd think I don't know if you're honest by now too, I guess. you honest. Yeah. Yeah. But like, honestly, your average fan, do they really know what his last name is? Or do they just know it's Giannis? I mean, I don't even think, Half the people I say don't even say his name's Giannis. They call him Giannis, so I don't even think they know his personal. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean it's right. there. There's there's a lot of things that could be done. All right, you wanna you wanna go through this? Uh, who you got for uh, yeah. dunk contest, three point and skills challenge? Yeah, yeah. Give me um. So for first of all, do you still think that the dunk contest is the number one thing for the weekend or no? Because I, I really, I really think three point contest is more entertaining. And yeah, I hate to yeah. say that because I think dunks are a lot cooler. Yeah, Dun- dunks I are agree. definitely cooler. But but there's there's not like star players that do it. So at the end of the day, nobody actually gives a shit. Yeah. Like, like I, if... I, I, I last one I cared about was probably like Levine Gordon rematch. That was about it. Yeah, that that was incredible. Like the the problem is, you know. Who's in it? Uh, Jericho Sims, all these guys. Jericho like, Sims, Jabbar, or Kenyon, Kenyon Martin, Martin. Uh, Trey Murphy, and Matt Scooter, uh, Mac, Mac Miller, RIP. Yeah, Mac um, Miller. Yeah, all of these dudes, any of these guys could do like one of the greatest dunks of all time, but nobody's really going to give a shit. But if even like Donovan Mitchell did the dunk contest and he did one of those dunks, everybody would be like, oh my God, that's incredible. It'd be all over Twitter, all over TikTok. True, but, but you remember no, that there, one year when they did like the teams and there was like Paul George and John Wall and all that and they were doing it? No, I don't. I really don't. That one was just kind of boring because it was like a team one. And I was like, all these all these players are cool, but couldn't they just have been by themselves? I don't know. Yeah, that is kind of a weird concept that they did that. I honestly don't remember that. I think I think LeBron should do it at like age 40. This is last season. Yeah. I think I think that's the last thing holding him back from being the greatest of all time. True. I mean, MJ's got one, so no, no dunk contest. Not even a participant. Right. How do you know? How do you know he's the best if he didn't even lace them up? Yeah. I think honestly, I think they should just get rid of the dunk contest and make a free throw competition. But just put like. I don't put the put, put put the four worst free throw shooters in the whole entire league by percentage, like Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, uh, Javale McGee, and yeah, Danny Sohan shooting them one handed. Yeah, and then bring Shaq back and Ben Wallace, and or it's just like yeah, it's just who the, who can beat Shaq in a free throw test? <laughs> yeah, the first the first one to hit sixty percent, hundred thousand to whatever charity they want. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd be all for it. Um, but I think Jericho Sims is going to win the dunk contest. Uh, that's your lock? That's your lock for that one? Jericho Sims? Yeah, it's going to be okay. my lock only because he played at Texas. That's fair. That's I'm gonna, really I'm gonna go He's with, got uh, good hair, too. I'm going to go with Trey Murphy, the third. I've seen him play in-game. I don't know how well it's going to translate, but he has some some rim-rocking dunk, rim dunks in the old uh, in-game. Is Trey Murphy that YouTube TikTok guy? Talking about Trey Kennedy? Trey Kennedy. Now, if they could get him in the dunk contest, I'd be all for that. Put a, put a mini hoop out there? Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. That would probably be better than what they have. Yeah, I mean. But I like to pick. Uh, I respect Trey, it. Trey Murphy, he plays on the uh, – and I just watched him a few times and he had some nice dunks. I'd say Mac McClung, but I ain't gonna. He yeah, got but he's not up. even. In, yeah, he's not even he in the called. NBA. That's bullshit. Oh no, he just got signed to like a 
I don't know if it's a 10-day contract or like a two-way contract to, I think, the Sixers. But it's just like he literally got signed just so he could participate in the dunk contest, in my opinion. So. What do you think if they – all right, hear me out. They put Malik Beasley, Scottie Pippen Jr. in the dunk contest. Fuck the dunk contest. Just put them in a cage, cage match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Larsa there it Pippen. Is. Larsa Pippen's the ring girl. Yeah. Larsa not Pippen, only, the ring not, girl. Scotty's the judge. And then uh, what's Michael Jordan's uh, son that Larsa's banging now? He's he's playing the role of Joe Rogan over there calling the fight. Oh, God! Wait, wait, wait. I must have missed out on that one. Is <laughs> yeah, Michael yeah. Jordan's so, son piping Larsa Pippen now? Yeah, Lars is getting <laughs> piped up by uh, I think it's Mike, Mikey Junior, or whatever, the Michael oldest son, Malik or something. Yeah, the oldest. Yeah, son. so you just you have a fucking cage match where Michael, whatever the hell, Junior, he's calling Mar- the fight. Marcus Jordan. Yeah, the one that played at UCF or USF. You see, one of the somewhere in Florida. He played in Florida. He wore goggles. Oh, maybe Jeff, Jeff, Jeffrey. He is Jeffrey and Marcus, but I don't remember which one. Play. But yeah, one one of them yeah. is banging Larsa Pippen now. That's amazing. Storyline of the century is just Larsa Pippen. Is she? Well, she could be the asshole of the week. Well, asshole of the year. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that would be better than the dunk competition. But uh, what else do we got for the All-Star Weekend? The three-point three shootout? We got three-point contest. And do, are, are you familiar with who's in that? A little bit, but give me a quick rundown. I will do, first off, my pick is just going to be Buddy Heald because I feel like he's yeah, due. Yeah. He's just yeah. due. He's he's in it every year. And he's always, like, third. All right, so they got right. Tyrese Halliburton of the Pacers, Tyler Hero of the Heat, Buddy Heald of the Pacers. They got two Pacers in there, weird. Um, Kevin Herter for the Kings, Dame, Dame for the Blazers, uh, the All-Star Weekend's in Utah, so Laurie Markin is in there having a great season. Um, I'm sure this way, too. Uh, Afrini Simmons was going to be in it, but it, he is being replaced by Julius Randle. And last but not least, Jason Tatum, who actually looked pretty good at it last year when, when old Pussycat won. I think he's almost got too slow of a release. He's out for me. Tatum. He's out? Yeah, he's got a very high release. I've never liked his release. But shout well, out Missouri. Yeah, well, he's from the other side anyway. Well, so. yes, yeah, St. Louis. We don't actually fuck with St. Louis on the case. Yeah, side. fuck that. Fuck that. Um, I don't know. I think I, I, in my opinion, top three: Buddy Hield, Herder, and Lillard. But I'm gonna go Buddy Hield because I just think he's due. He's Buddy. That's yeah. Buddy. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Herder. Yeah. yeah. I think. It, well, actually, it's between him, him and Dame for me. Dame's done it a lot. He's a gamer. He's got nothing to play for in uh, Portland, so he lives for these moments. That's fair. That's fair. It's Dame. It's Dame time. But he's going to finish second. Also, uh, this year the three point contest is sponsored by Starry, the the Sierra Mist replacement. What the hell? What is Sierra Mist? Sierra Mist got discontinued, and now uh, Pepsi is well, calling calling their lemon lime soda Starry. Has anybody tried that? No, they have a normal and a zero sugar, so we might need to try that out. This is not a sponsor for Starry by any means. I did not get paid to say this. 
I, but I'll drink it. People, I mean, maybe people should try out Star. That's all I'm saying. I thought Sierra Mist was absolutely awful. It should have been discontinued probably a decade ago. So it, this it is tasted progress. like carbonate. It tasted like carbonated water with a little little bit of lemon lime across the room. So yeah, I mean, this is this is proof that sometimes cancel culture works. Correct. So yeah. Um, all right. La- last thing. Last little skills. The skills. skills thing, the skills challenge. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they did this last year, but it's like a team effort. This one. I hate I remember, that. Yeah, so I think I think like somebody I can't remember the format. I think somebody does one thing, somebody does another, and somebody does does the last thing. But Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. So somebody it, does the dribble where they do the pass through through the little circle net and then somebody does the thing where they dribble down and shoot. Yeah. I think uh, somebody did, like hit a free throw or something too. But there's team onto the Kumpo, so it's Giannis and his two brothers. Um, oh, that's kind of cool. Jazz because it's it's in Utah. The Jordan Clarkson, Walker Kessler, and Colin Sexton. And lastly, is, uh, it's team team rookie. So it's Benchero, Ivy, and Jabari Smith Jr. Is Larsa, Malik, and Scotty Jr. are they a team? Um, no, because they're already in the cage match. So. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, pretty yeah. booked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, they were they were the main event, you know. That'd be a hell of a main event. Uh, uh, I think I think you might not agree, but I think the apparent went like I think personally it has to be the team rookie. You got I mean I know there's two power forwards, but I mean you got Jaden Ivy, Benchero, Jabari Smith yeah. Jr. I think yeah, honestly they're all Walker pretty good too. A, I think I like Walker Kessler, but he's gonna either fuck up or he's just gonna make me sound stupid yeah they do have two well, dude, point guard two cards playing and Gian, Giannis's brothers are a little uh pretty much G league yeah players. they're not yeah they're not good at basketball and none of them could shoot um no. yeah I actually don't I don't hate that especially when you look at it surface level like Walker he's gonna be worth like five first round draft picks in probably like six years Min- minimum 12 second round picks yeah, probably at least. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think that that makes sense. Jaden's quick. I like I said, I don't actually really know what the hell they do. I know they do the run and dribble, toss it through a net. I think they shoot a three, and then you have to yeah. like dunk or something. I just think they're they're better at that. They're young, so they'll be more excited to do it. I'm going with the fresh legs. Cool. Last but not least, I'm just gonna. We're just gonna. We're not going to talk too much into it. We're just going to say who we think uh, All Star Game MVP is, even though it doesn't matter. Oh. Um, uh, I'm just going to say right now, I'm not picking a center because I don't think a center is one since. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, they don't get the ball. Wait, wait, wait! Didn't Joel Embiid win? Did he? I don't know. I I, I can't confirm. I, that, I think but... Anthony Davis did, but at the time he was in New Orleans and he was a. Uh, yeah, uh, like forward. a power forward. Yeah. Did him? Right. I don't know. Let's, let's, I, let me let me talk to my stats guy real quick. You know. Yeah. Let's my go call. ahead. Uh, ring up the Google. I uh. I think. De'Aaron Fox, is gonna win. Off the bench, huh? I think he's gonna get a lot of minutes, and he's gonna shoot the shit out of it. 
You could go, could go with my boy Ant. I think Ant. Well, I I was actually he was probably my my second guy, but I think both those guys are going to shoot it a lot. But I also have right. to see whose teams they're on. Yeah, that's stupid true. They're draft not doing that until tomorrow, right? They're not even doing that until right before. Yeah, it's like right before tip off, right. right? Except oh, now well. the NBA, they're not uh, they're not having a player picked last. All right, rapid fire. Last stupid. last ten MVP All Star Game MVPs: Curry, Giannis, Leonard, Durant, LeBron, AD, Westbrook, Westbrook, Irving. Well, you could say, I mean, Westbrook is a center practically. He can't shoot. Um, Davis, Giannis, <laughs> a lot of they're four centers. I just think the centers are too slow to do anything wowing. Um, I think. If Luca try, like I think the only way Luca he plays kind of slow, so I think the only way he's gonna win is if he just makes a bunch of ridiculous passes. Yeah, I, he's never gonna shoot more than like six shots in an All Star game. No, he's um, just there to get a little cardio. I'm telling you, dude, that's why Fox is gonna win. He's quick as shit. Nobody's gonna play any defense. He's gonna take it to the cup. And then he's gonna hit like three or four stupid threes. Where nobody plays any defense, you're gonna look up, start of the fourth quarter, he's gonna have like twenty six points. Well, I'm gonna lock in Donovan lock Mitchell. Oh, oh, back in Utah Which too. Turn to Utah. Yeah. He's been balling this year. I just have a feeling. I think he's just gonna try and show out in front of his old crowd. Yeah, in front of the uh what is it, S L U T. U T. Yeah, the sluts. Yeah. An, an excellent marketing job by uh, the NBA on that. Just incredible. Well, I don't, it's not I on the court the, I wonder if that was the NBA or it was just the the ignorant Mormon people that are working on the Utah Jazz's social media. It, I mean, it's probably a little bit of both. I mean, yeah, no I doubt. Don't, I don't know. I just don't understand how you could like have that mistake, really. But it's kind of it's funny, but it's messed up all at the same time. But, yeah, that's a good pick. I think Donovan's going to go out there and go scorch her. That's smart. Damn, I wish I would have thought of that. But I'm locked so in. I'm locked in on Fox. Locked in with Fox? Hey, not, you're in. right, though. He's quick as shit. So, I, I can see that. I mean, Just as long as he gets minutes. Do you know what the Fox says? <laughs> you're going to be hearing that a whole lot come uh, come Sunday. They should play that every time. Why do they not play that every time he gets a bucket in Sacramento? Or just like like a free throw noise or something? Yeah. Oh, that dude, that'd be absolutely incredible. Do that little uh-huh. thing. It's probably because he would absolutely hate it. All right. So moving on, our uh, third and final big three topic. Since last weekend was Super Bowl Sunday, Chiefs versus Eagles. Are yep. the Chiefs a dynasty? Obviously, my answer is going to be yes as a Kansas Cityan resident Chiefs fan. So I'm a little biased here. Luke will probably be the deciding factor since he is not a Chiefs fan. Um, well, my answer is yeah. I mean, ever since Patrick Mahomes started, yep. first year starting, five AFC championships, three of which went to the Super Bowl, one, two yep. of them. Two Super Bowl MVPs, two MVPs. I mean, what's he's, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer right now? Yeah, even if he doesn't play another down of football, yeah. he is a he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, 
you don't yeah, he's, just go five years straight in the AFC Championship and not be a dynasty, in my opinion. But he's also a Dallas Mavericks fan. Fuck he that. is. Daddy Mahomes, you know. Uh, he is the Mavericks fan. So that's another positive for me. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is my biological father. Travis yep, they, is my fun uncle. Yeah, they call him Daddy Mahomes back in Kansas City, not Let's Patty. See. Yeah, Daddy. Daddy <laughs> over here. Um, Daddy. Yeah, I mean, first thing that comes to mind is all that. Second, Luke, would you call the Patriots with Tom Brady a dynasty? Just – yeah, own. yeah, yeah. I think they had the Patriots had two separate dynasties, though. That's fair. Which, which it created the largest dynasty, I think, in professional sports history. And unless you're counting the uh, the Boston Celtics when there was plumbers and electricians playing basketball. Yeah, yeah. Which it's also it's yeah. like wh- it's why does Boston get all of those things? You know, why do they get two gigantic dynasties? Fuck, yeah, fuck, fuck Boston. <laughs> Right. But that, that that's my point. Um the Chiefs are seeing Patriot hate right now. It's yeah. You know, Chiefs fan, they hate us. Hate us because they ain't us. Yeah, no, I mean that's definitely true. Um from my perspective of it, as a Cowboys fan from Kansas City, now in Dallas, um I think the Chiefs are borderline on a dynasty. I don't think they are a dynasty yet because, in my opinion, I still think you have to have three to be a dynasty. Like, when I think of NFL dynasties, I think of the 1970s Steelers. That's four Super Bowls. I think of the 1980s San Francisco 49ers. They won four. Then Steve Young won them one in the 90s. I think of the 90s Cowboys. They won three out of four. Um then the Patriots with Tom Brady, they won three out of four in 01, 03, 04. But then they went on a 10-year gap, so they were a dynasty. It looked like their dynasty was dead. And then they won three in five years, which was another dynasty. Kind of crazy. Um, I think the Chiefs are, like, on the cusp of it because they've been they've been to three Super Bowls, which is crazy. Um, but I look at it as, like, the Philadelphia Eagles – coached by Andy Reid. Like, they went to, like, five NFC championships with Donovan McNabb over, like, six or seven years. But they only went to one Super Bowl. The Chiefs have won two of the three. I still think they need one more for it to be, like, unquestioned their dynasty. I think they're an AFC dynasty. But I don't think they're an NFL dynasty just yet. Okay. Because they've, they've dominated the AFC for so long now that they are definitely, like, they're the team. That's the team that everybody's trying to beat. They've they've won the conference three times. Like, they shit on everybody in the AFC. But, like, if they would have lost that Super Bowl and the Eagles would have won, the Eagles would have had two Super Bowls in six years, five years, six years. So that borderline could have been a dynasty. Like – if the Rams were better this year and went to a Super Bowl and they lost, that would have been their third Super Bowl in like four years, five years. But they're not a dynasty. Well, they, would, the, have, they would have had to one win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they won last year. Well, yeah. But then they would have um, won for three and not five yeah. in the championship. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, you're right. But 
Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. They are very close to being a dynasty. I I can only assume that Pat Mahomes is going to get them another one. Um, I don't know if it'll be next year. I don't know if it'll be the year after that. But they're going to be in the divisional round at least, probably for the next like six or seven years. And I'm not like a firm believer that Mr. January, Josh Allen, will beat them. I'm no. not a firm believer that the – uh, Joe Burrow led Cincinnati Bengals will continue to play them consistently because Joe Burrow has not really been great in the playoffs. They had a lot of luck. Um, I think the Ravens are going to fuck up by getting rid of Lamar. I would say uh, Dak Prescott's played a little bit better in the playoffs. Than the... <laughs> One might say. Um, Statistically speaking. Statistically speaking, and this past year, even though he sucked against the 49ers, but uh, the Chiefs are absolutely incredible. All credit to them. I'm glad they beat the Eagles. I can't fucking stand the Eagles. Nick Sirianni has the most punchable face in sports. But I do not think they're a dynasty yet, but Patrick Mahomes is goaded. Fair. Just just quick on the Super Bowl. I mean, I I got quite nervous there. At the end, or not the end, really. It was just I, – I did not think we were going to for the first half. Yeah, I mean, I got nervous at two points. The first point was when the Eagles were up kind of early and this feeling hit my soul that I was going to sit there and watch the Eagles win two Super Bowls in six years with two different head coaches, two different quarterbacks, two whole entire different teams. And that was maybe the worst feeling. The second – time I got a little nervous was when Rihanna was on the platforms the whole time I was thinking when the hell is Jigglypuff Samus, Link when are all these people going to come flying in and we're going to get a Super Smash Bros Royal Royal Rumble going on in here that was the that was the only other time I was nervous after that start of the second half I knew the Chiefs were going to win I was pretty confident about it especially when Nick Bolton scooped and scored it was over yeah but, yeah, I mean, credit to the Chiefs. They're pretty close to being a dynasty. They're the best team in the league. Pat Mahomes, I think if he – not going to say if he died today, if he stopped playing, he's already, in my opinion, like a top like 10, 8 quarterback ever, projecting yeah. just like another like two or three years. He'll probably be pretty close to like top five. By the time he's like early 30s, He'll probably be over like Peyton Manning and all those guys, in my opinion. And then it's really just like chasing Brady. That's that's really all it comes down to. But I think it. I think realistically, like if he could get to like four Super Bowls, like four Super Bowl wins, he's going to rack up probably the same amount of MVPs at some point as Peyton Manning, which is five. Like he only needs three more, which is crazy saying you only need to win three more MVPs. Right, right. But, <laughs> but, like, you can pencil him in, like, if the over was one and a half, like, you're taking the over for the rest of his career. So yeah. that's four. And, like, that puts him with Aaron Rodgers, but he's already got more rings, everything than Aaron Rodgers. So then he's over Rodgers. I, I will say I don't think the Chiefs will make it to as many Super Bowls. As that Patriots no. double dynasty, that's yeah, no, it's I don't that think that'll ever happen again. That was ridiculous. So, yeah, it's 
nine Super Bowls over what 18, 19 years. Yeah, that's you're going to the Super Bowl literally every other year. But right now that's what they're on pace to do. This is true. <laughs> so true. yeah, it's I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, this was supposed to be a year that they weren't as good. Still pretty good. I mean, the Raiders are an absolute mess. The Broncos, um, yeah, they're they're the Broncos right now. Yeah, I don't. <sighs> I don't think Sean Payton's gonna. Be no, there. I think he's him and him and Russ are gonna get in some issues together. And then the Chargers are the Chargers, dude. They're the same team. Like uh, I've been a cow. I have to see yeah. it to believe it to see it for them to even. Yeah, my whole life, it's just like every single media person picks the Chargers and. Yeah. They yeah, I've do anything. So. I, I've been saying this since like 2006. The Chargers are a worse version than the Dallas Cowboys, but they're the AFC Dallas Cowboys. But they're the AFC Dallas Cowboys, but they've never won anything ever in their whole history. But then somewhere around the time of Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, LT, everybody just started picking them to go to the Super Bowl every year for the last 15 years. Like it's the hot take, and they never do. Just yeah. never. But they blow 27-point leads against uh, Jacksonville Jaguars team that hasn't been to the playoffs in like five years. So, yeah, I don't know. And they spend a shit ton of money, and I just – I never think it's going to work. I I think Herbert's a really good quarterback. That dude's got the biggest pass ever for blowing a 27-point lead. Um, yeah. Yeah, jo- Josh Allen is getting a huge pass for being absolutely horrible in the playoffs. Joe Burrow's getting a huge pass for having like two shots to beat Pat Mahomes uh, to go to the Super Bowl, and he choked both times. I think they went three and out, then he turned it over. That's just why Pat is—he's the guy. And then there's there's like another tier, pretty far below him, I think, where there's like seven or eight guys who—they're real good, but they're just—they're not Pat Mahomes. Which makes me want to throw up in my fucking mouth. <laughs> but go Dak. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just tough, man, because he's just so freaking good, and he just he plays just with like the most confidence that you could ever play with at like the quarterback position. It's disgusting. <laughs> there, he's really good. He's awesome. Is that what you want me to say? I think a lot of people wanted to hear you say that. So. Just p- pencil them in as a paper dynasty. I think they'll win another Super Bowl in the next three years. I'll call them a dynasty then. Okay. That'll be four, four Super Bowl appearances in eight years. That's half of his career. Probably, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say seven AFC championship appearances. Probably three MVPs. Or, or more. Or more. Because he's already had five. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would. Yeah. I think that would literally probably put him on the uh, the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks after like eight seasons, which is fucking absurd. <laughs> no joke. Yeah. All right. I mean, he. Oh, go ahead. No, he's he's literally like he's doing like modern day Wilt Chamberlain shit, but like in an in an era and in a sport that you shouldn't be able to do that kind of stuff. But he's like he's putting up these fictional like numbers and fictional like win percentages and fictional shit that like you'd read about in the 1960s and be like, yeah, that's, that's insane. It's like Otto Graham. 
like when you think of football in like the sixties, they were going to the Super Bowl every year and he's winning all these MVPs. It's like, yeah, but that's that would never happen in modern day. Well it Pat Mahomes. I, yeah. I mean, and also I mean, just going off of that, I mean Mahomes has already thrown for over five thousand yards twice in his first five years. Uh I don't right, he's got I, one I, he's got one extra game. On this yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> also, he almost got five thousand two other times, and I was yeah. missing multiple games. But I yeah, mean, dude. Brady, I, I, I don't know the stat off the top of my head, but I don't think he threw a five thousand passing yard season until he got old. I think he did an 07. Wait, he, I, I didn't think like first ten years. I don't even think he did. Well, Tom Brady. I mean, if you're being honest about Tom Brady, he was practically the a bus driver until 07. Yeah. Those pa- that Patriots defense was great. Bill Belichick was great. They had Corey Dillon. They just they ran the ball through it like two tight end sets, check downs. He was throwing it like 27 times a game. And yeah. then he got Randy Moss, Wes Welker, Dante Stallworth, and then he was chucking it all over the lot. No disrespect for me. I, I respect the show of Tom Brady even though I hate him. Like you can't deny he was great. No, he was great. It's just was ridiculous. So yeah, it's just Peyton Manning at his peak as a better quarterback, and I'll die on that hill. But the longevity-wise um, and going to all those Super Bowls, Tom Brady's the best, blah, 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 yada, yada. But, all right, should we uh, move, on, move on to our segments? Yeah. All right. How about so here, uh, introduce so uh, your first segment here? All right, so here on Oslo's Chaps, we're going to have a few segments here. Our first segment, it's uh, Oshole of the Week. So we're gonna, sure. we're gonna pick a few uh, assholes that I've uh, come across the past week, and I'm gonna pick one. Um, all right. It. So first thing I'm gonna say is uh, AJ Brown. Yeah, just unnecessarily came back out at Juju Smith Schuster, just started a bunch of shit, yada yada. I mean, to be fair, I'm not gonna classify him as the asshole of the week. Uh, it could Juju. it could be Juju. Yeah, Juju kind of started it, but it was playful. But also it was it was for Valentine's Day. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure everybody's already seen that. Is yeah, you can't something about blocking something, whatever, or holding. Holding, just like yeah, okay. I mean, he was probably just drunk off his ass. That's no excuse, but yeah, he just started a a big ring of Eagles butthurt players coming at him so that ain't nothing new for the eagles my friend yep all right my second one we're gonna we're gonna go with tiger woods the other day i believe that was yesterday, uh tiger woods handed all uh his old competitor uh, a tampon just classless they they say that's class classless, sexist right? i i think that's just wholehearted fun to me. I just find that freaking hilarious. Does that make him an asshole though, Luke, do you think? Um, now, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to plead the fifth a little on this, but I was telling my wife about it. She thought it was a big asshole move on Tiger Woods. So, you know what they say, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say that's an asshole of, of the week candidate for sure. Okay. Even though I thought it was just kind of dudes being dudes, perspective now tells me and my wife that that that's an asshole move. Okay. Sexist. He's a fucking pig, Austin. <laughs> it's just boys being boys, but you know, 
Locker room talk. Just locker lock, lock room talk. talk. Yeah. All right. So last one, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is my asshole of the week. Lock it in. Let's hear We're it. We're gonna go with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, you oh, found yeah. he's, he's dating like his twelfth, eighteen-year-old. Yeah. And uh, he's damn near fifty years old now, man. It's just. It's just creepy at this point. I've heard he's never dated anybody like over the age of 25 or something like that. 23. He cuts him off at 20, 23. 23, nonetheless. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Once before they turn 24, he kicks him to the curb. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, it, it's, fuck, it's fucking gross. I think the, the rule as a man is I believe you divide your age in half. So whatever he is, I think he's 48, 49. You divide that in half, add seven. And I'm not a mathematician, but that tells me that he's fucking gross for dating somebody yeah, that's 19. I'm not a math yeah. magician either, but... Yeah. It, something something tells me... It needs to be about, like 30 for him based on yeah, the, he, the grossness scale. Yeah, he's about 10 to 15 years off on what what I think should be acceptable. I mean, he's a celebrity and blah, 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 but it's like... I think once you reach the age of 40, it's like they need to be like high 20s to even be respectable. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you're 40, 50, 60. Okay, that's still creepy. But you know what I mean? It's like if you're like yeah. you're not mature yeah. enough at like 26 or younger. Yeah, it, it made me feel really gross when I saw these TikToks and tweets of like she was in high school like during the virtual COVID stuff and all that kind of all yeah. that kind of shit. And I was just thinking to myself, like, oh my god, like that's this person's young, yeah, young, young, young. So yeah, he's yeah. I think I'm not saying cancel Leo. Great, great actor, great movies. I will always love the vast majority of his movies, except Titanic is a colossal overrated piece of dump. But he's disgusting, and he's an asshole. Is that fair? Yeah, it's it's disgusting. But yeah. don't cancel Leo. He's just a sick well, Hollywood perv. I thought it was gross. Like recently, they broke up. But you you know Zach Braff from Scrubs. Yeah, he was dating Florence Pugh for a while, and I was just like, dude, you're like 48 dating a 24 year old man. It's just like you were you were cashing Scrubs checks when she was in fucking first grade. Like, I well, listen, that's older than. Leo's ever dated, right? And that's so. That's, that's what makes him my asshole of the week. I'll 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 give you guys yeah. my uh, honorable mention of asshole of the week. That's um, a good pick. It, it's myself. I'm the honorable oh. mention. Uh, I'm just a big big giant cuck. Uh, yeah, I moved. You, you definitely are. gone from a team. I'm no longer loyal. Uh, I'm starting my new loyalty though, so I'm 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 working on myself. So here we go. Let's give a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming over to the Mavs. I'm 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 here to stay. Hopefully, we'll see if Kyrie if Kyrie stays. Thanks so well this year. <laughs> trial run, trial run. Yeah. All right. So next on Austin's chats, it's our next segment. We're we're calling it Chapped with Luke Chapman. Uh, yes, sir. What's what's chapping your ass this week, Luke? I'll tell you what. So it's not necessarily just this week. Um, this has been something that's really chapping me for probably a year now. Uh, but it happened to me again this week, and it really did, uh, quote-unquote, chap my ass. 
I go to I go to Whataburger. This is no knock at Whataburger. It's great. I go to Whataburger. I get a Dr. Pepper shake. Now I get my meal. I get my burger. I get my fries. But I think everybody who's of sane mind, the first thing they do when they get a drink, fries, burger, the first thing you do is take your fucking straw, you put it in your drink, and you get a hit of that. Whatever it is, you take one quick sip. Agreed. Some, Yeah, some people, they might grab a couple fries, put those down, but I think you're going to take the straw, put it in the drink, get a sip of that. So I get my shake. I'm all excited. I crack this fucking thing open, and it's a fucking paper straw. The I'm worst. Open. It's... Uh, it they're grainy they're gross they fucking get all soft inside of the thing they put a weird my teeth feel gross after like even touching them and when you put that into a milkshake it's just like it enhances how quick the fucking straw falls apart and starts like ugh. it's just, the, the whole the whole process is just thrown off because my thought process when i'm at fast food I want to drink my drink on my way home. I know that's probably backwards for somebody and for a lot of people because they want to have their drink with their food. I want to I want to keep my fries and my burgers separate. I want to drink my shake on the way home. This puts everything back for me because now I have to sit there and I eat all my goddamn fries before I even get home because I'm pissed off because I can't drink my shake. I have to wait till I get home till I can get a reusable like straw from my wife that I can now drink my goddamn shake. Just use a spoon. It's just like, hey man, yeah. Like, like I'm, I, not, I, I'm not dogging the the environment by any means, but you know, if if it comes down to me me using a paper straw or saving the environment, it's fuck the environment. To be honest, honestly, like I I love sea turtles. They're beautiful creatures. I love. I'd rather just have um, no straw at all. Yeah, honestly, I'd I'll just sit there and drink it with my damn mouth. Don't insult me by giving me a paper straw. It's they're the worst fucking invention. I hate everything about them. They make everything taste bad. There's not a single person that likes them. And I thought living in Texas, that Texas wouldn't do this shit to me. But you would never see the day. Yeah, I I didn't realize I was living in California. That's that's what it came down to. But the fucking the paper straw epidemic. That's what's got me chapped this week. That might be chap chap of the year. I'm just saying. It's definitely up there. Like I think it's gonna start. We're gonna have some pushback on the on the paper straw. I think like, so like, like yeah, like like you were saying, I understand the sentiment behind it. Very nice. I appreciate it, but at least make some kind of a different straw. Because a paper straw, let me tell you what happens to paper when you put it in a liquid. The fucking paper starts getting all wrinkly, crumbly. It falls all the fuck apart. So what's going to happen when I stick my goddamn paper straw into a milkshake for more than five minutes? It's wet noodle. Wet, wet fucking noodle. Wet noodle. Get, you know what? Don't cancel Leo. Cancel the paper straw. Because fucking Leo is an environmentalist. He's probably the one who actually fucking came up with the with the paper straw. So what you're saying is cancel so both. If we cancel Leo for being a perv and dating all these 19 year old women, then the paper straw will go away. Let me, let me check my math. Yeah, it would, it would cancel yep. both. Yep. Yep. All right. 
And that that's how we fix the world. That's what There's we're doing that. here. That's <laughs> the way it is. <sighs> Alrighty. I like that. Here on Osless Chaps, we end every episode with the snake draft. What are we doing today, Lucas? Yes, sir. So this uh this snake draft, I feel pretty good about it. I think everybody's gonna like it. Uh we're gonna take you back in time a little bit here to when movies were funny, shows were funny. And life was just a little better because comedy was good. And uh, we are going to do a snake draft on fictional comedy characters in movies. Okay. All right. Would here you? Go. I got uh, my draft board ready. Are you, uh, Luke? All right. You, you, am I on the clock to, here? You get to go first. I'll go first next time. I'll okay. let you have the first overall pick because I like you so much. Thank you. All right. Um. This one's pretty high on my list right now just because I just watched this movie a couple days ago. And hindsight, I mean, at the time, this movie was incredible. and hindsight, it's even better. I'm going Seth from Superbad, Jonah Hill. Ah, that is a good um, one. Yeah, all, all of his, the quotables in that movie are so freaking funny. When he's like uh, the king of pounding Vaj, and he's talking about uh, his whole porn the, collection, the period. The fantastic voyage. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I think it's like a borderline sleeper pick, but he was so good in that movie. I think that's yeah. the best thing Joan Hill's ever been in the movie. That's my number one pick. All right, here's my number one. You ready for this? Da-na-na, da-na-na. He's on the board. I, I'm not sure if this is an overdraft, but this man, you could probably have an entire just snake draft just on this man's performances because he just does so many different funny things. Are we going Will Ferrell here? He's on my board, but that's not who I'm taking. One, I'm taking uh, taking Derek Zoolander. Oh, Zoolander! Okay. That movie is way too quotable, and you know, yeah. just you need a dumb, lovable guy in your locker room. That's all I gotta say. I'm not sure if it's a reach. It's a good pick. I think good he's pick. a good glue. He's a good glue guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like I could, I could take him and. I'm not going to take him again just because it's a little redundant, but Ben Stiller's got it. I feel like we could have an entire draft on just Ben Stiller characters. Damn. Along came Polly. That's, that's his best. That's his best role. My, my humble opinion. But, All right. Since we're just yeah. doing snake draft, I guess I'm going again, huh? You yes, sir. Uh, you mentioned Will Ferrell. I'm going okay, to. Yeah. And I, I also might be reaching here, but I, I think this was peak comedy and he wasn't even. The main character here. Oh, and I have a feeling he might be on your draft board. Yeah, and yeah. This this guy's gonna come down. Where are we going? Streaky? He's going. He's going ten, ten five and ten. He's getting ten boards every time. We're we're going Frank the Tank here from old school. Oh uh, yeah. And that's that's just a direct line to my funny bone. You're my boy, Blue. Yeah. 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 He was on my list. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was I was hoping I kind of get him a little down the line here. <laughs> all right damn i i felt all like right. i needed to reach because I, I i felt like he was on your board yeah i mean after we watched that movie probably 10 times on my bachelor party he's just so fucking good in that movie yeah and it, every scene that he's in he's great mm. and that that could be his i don't know if it's his best role but he is absolutely hilarious in that that whole movie's great but, another guy you could just have a whole another draft on Will Ferrell. Not a bad idea. All right. 
in the name of Will Ferrell. I'm actually going to take Will in my favorite Will Ferrell movie and my favorite appearance of him, and I'm going to go with Alan from The Other Guys. Ooh, Gator don't take no shit. <laughs> Gator don't take no shit. Gator like, needs his get back. Who's his wife in that? Eva Mendez? Uh, she is a yeah. four at best. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole Yankee Clipper and Paper Bitch. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's uh he's just absolutely incredible. The desk desk pops in that movie. I've thought that movie was the funniest fucking movie I've seen since that since it came out. And it was such a sleeper in his catalog, I think. And it it deserves so much more love. I think that's like Mark Wahlberg at his peak funniest and he's just being like a weird asshole the whole movie. Awesome, mm-hmm. my bad. Uh yeah. I I absolutely love that movie. <laughs> Every single quote from it, it's it's top notch. Um, and I think I'm with my third pick. I'm gonna double down on Will Ferrell. Well, Will Ferrell movie, I should say. Okay. I'm gonna take a side piece, a side character, but still a main character. And I'm gonna go with Cal, Shake and Bake Baby. Ah, uh, so Will Ferrell movie, Nights. but yeah, Cal Notton Jr. Yes, yeah, I'm. I think in that movie, because he's so stupid, it makes him the the funnier one of that. And I thought about taking, uh, what's his nuts, him from Step Brothers, but I think he's a little funnier in Talladega Nights. Oh, Dale. Dale from Step yeah. Brothers? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I respect that pick. That's a good one. I thought it was a little risky, but like the whole, the whole dynamic of them and then him marrying his wife, him living in the house, calling up Will. Or Ricky Bobby, hey man, I think your house is haunted. It's just <laughs> yeah. it, that movie is also. I'm not sure if it's underrated because it was fucking incredible at the time. But yeah, yeah I'm ta- I'm taking Cal. All right, I'm going for two here. We got two in a row. Taking Steve Stifler. Oh, American Pie. Did that, yeah. did, that, did that did that slip your radar a little bit? Yeah, that I completely forgot about that, but. The American just, Pie movies, that, that's like my childhood. Right. And it's just like every single one is just like Stifler, man. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. I mean, that, that literally takes me back to, it's like, when I think of me being a kid, American Pie, Taxi Cab Confessions, those are like my two, my two things that I remember. All right. Next on my list, RIP, but we're going Tommy, Tommy Callahan. From Tommy Boy. Oh, Tommy Boy. Yeah, man. Good one, huh? Yeah. That's just that uh, Chris guy Farley. Is a little uh-huh. Yeah. That's, that's I need to I need to go back and rewatch that because that is like that's one of the best movies. Yeah. All right. Let's finish yeah. off your uh, last two there, Mister. Okay. I got I got three more on the board here that I really like. Um, but I'm actually going to double down with John C. Riley, and I'm going to take Dewey Cox from Walk Hard. Don't want no part of this shit, Dewey. <laughs> I, I think, think I kind of want a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, he he fucking sings the soundtrack. He's great in it. I mean, like, that is that is the perfect parody movie. Like making fun literally of Cash Ray, all those biopics back in the day that was it was a guy yeah. it it was so good man and 
after doing this draft, I think he's, I'm not sure if he's my favorite comedy character ever, but he's just so, right. so good yeah. in every role that he's in. Um, right. Drum roll for the last one. All right. Okay. You might hate me for this because okay. this isn't act. This this is actually from a TV show. Okay. But there's no way I could make a comedy character list and leave off Kenny fucking Powers. As much as I want to throw the flag for you <laughs> picking a TV character, it's it's iconic. Kenny Powers fucking funny. You know, H- HBO. Great. HBO. It's basically a movie. Seriously, yeah. I mean, there's four seasons of Eastbound and Down. Danny McBride is just if, so goddamn good. It would have been Powers. on my list if I knew we were doing TV, but no, I, I right. respect I the hell of that. Yeah, I definitely lowballed you there. I took a took a cheap shot, but yeah, it's Kenny Powers, and if it's not Kenny Powers, I would take either Danny McBride from This Is the End. I'm just yeah. taking him, or well, actually, yeah, you still have one more pick, right? Yeah. Okay. I have four people left on my board, and I don't know which way to go because they're all so different. But I'm going to go with Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber. Okay. All I, right. I really – I've personally never liked to believe I don't, I don't like Jim Carrey as Ace Ventura, but I think he's funny as shit and everything else. Really? Yeah, and I'm, like, ass backwards. Like, I could have been, like, him for me, myself, and Irene because he played two characters. Could have yeah. been a lot of things. But that was my final pick. My uh, my honorable mentions, you want to hear those? Uh, yes. I got snubbed? Yes. I had Smokey from Friday. Yeah, I – so I was kind of – that's Chris Tucker, right? Yeah. Hey, Smokey! Yep. Let me take a shit back there. yeah, yeah. I thought about I had uh I didn't want to use him, but I was scared you might take too many. Uh, I was gonna say Alan from the hangover. Okay, yeah. Um, the, the first hangover is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Oh, not four, I had th- uh, third one. And then uh under the radar, Kirk Lazarus from Tropic Thunder. That was uh, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> that okay, if you weren't gonna let me have Kenny Powers, I, I was gonna take Kirk. Oh, you were? Okay, so that was on both our boards. So that's yeah, I, honorable dude, mention that, of the day. I think that's the most underrated comedy movie of all time. Like, in my opinion, it's a Mount Rushmore comedy movie. And there's no way it gets made in 2023. Oh, no. But he, Robert Downey Jr., I don't give a shit that he was Iron Man. I'll always think of him as Kirk Lazar. All right. Always. I, I, I respect it, obviously. What about uh, did you have any Adam Sandler on your list? I feel like I didn't. There's too many to pick. Like I didn't yeah. think there was one that stood out other than Waterboy. Yeah, but, is that an indictment on Adam? No, I I think he just eh, when you're uh, above, he's above average. It just was never the the peak. I didn't think you know. For we had you know we had three four people drafting. I probably would have got him on my board. Let's say that. Yeah, I was I was trying to think of think of a couple, but all those other ones, and there was probably like two or three other Will Ferrell roles that I would take over. Just about anything that Adam Sandler did, because peak Will Ferrell, I think, is the peak mm-hmm. of like comedy. But yeah, 
All right. Feel like that was a good first podcast, man. Yes, sir. All right. Have a time. Thanks for everyone who listened to the first edition of Osless Chaps. We'll, yes, we'll see you again soon. All right. Have a good week, everybody.